Hello, this is the 21st Century Schizo Chicks, uh, third episode, uh, episode three. Um, I just had some friends over, it was a really nice night. I just posted, uh, today, the second episode, and, uh, I had, again, I had a lot on my mind. So last night I watched, um, Psychosis, a TED Talk called Psychosis or Spiritual Awakening, and it was talking about how these shamans around the world, um, and to make a long story short, basically have schizophrenia or some other form of psychotic disorder where they have precognition, they can tell the future, uh, th- and th- but at the same time, you know, they're also, they get really sick and they have schizophrenia. You have the symptoms of schizophrenia, obviously is not fucking easy. That's why you have a mentor and someone who guides you through the process, who's done it before and has the mental strength to teach you. Um, yeah. And... It was... I get what they were saying. Yeah, obviously, I, I totally agree. Um, but at the end, he kind of, like... Okay, so there was this guy. He uh, had schizophrenia. Um, I'm assuming so. I think that's what he mentioned. He was young. He was very attractive. <laughs> and, um... Hold on, let me take a sip of ginger ale and get my thoughts. Yeah, so he was diagnosed pretty young with this uh, um, psychotic disorder after a psychotic break. And like uh, me, and I'm assuming a lot of other people have had these breaks, there's a a clarification, uh, a connection with the universe. It opens you up to a broad range of things. Um, But at the same time, it's just too much information to handle, and you freak the fuck out. And obviously he had to get psychiatric help and he discusses how he was on 13 medications and how he felt like a lab rat and he didn't know what, if the nurses, if the medications, if he was just com- nervous because of the medications and if he wasn't. And yeah, he called himself a lab rat and hearing that and that his brain was broken, you know. And hearing that at first hand, you think, Jesus Christ, that's horrible. But let's be honest here, kid, you are kind of a guinea pig. And you are broken. Your brain is broken. Think. When you break things, you have to learn how to fix it. You have to learn to tweak here and there. And you have to learn to communicate with your psychiatrist so if they can determine if it's nervousness or not. And what they can lower and what they can up higher. Um... He also discusses well, and he also discusses how these medications suppress not not the child, not the child, <laughs> the grown man. I just discussed with. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, that was odd. Um. <laughs> that's how brain works. Sometimes you see what I'm saying. Um, he also discussed how, yeah, after time, and with time, dude, okay, so he has this job at Whole Foods, and his life is going pretty well, but here's the thing, he does meditation for, like, ten fucking hours a day, every day, okay, do you know the, listen, do you know the size of the balls on this kid, like, Jesus fucking Christ, what, what a stoic that is, see, not everyone can do that. You can't always do that, and you can't do that in the 21st century. You can't do that in fucking the U.S. 
and, you know, other countries like it, you know, you have to... I was also watching a video today how, um, about how, uh, depression and such is, yeah, it's because of capitalism. And let's be honest here, to make it a fucking long story short, capitalism sucks. Okay? No one fucking likes it. Only people on the top like it. The compulsive, the fucking bipolar people in, like it. I mean. But no, it's not good, okay? I don't know how to fix it, so I'm not gonna get into it, but it's not that good. Um... Fuck, what was I talking about? Yeah, you can't, you need to learn to work, and you need to learn to ground yourself, and you need to learn to communicate, and some people cannot do the, cannot meditate for 10 hours. They cannot sit with their brain for that long. Sometimes your brain fucking demolishes you if you do that. You know, you need to have some form of stability. You Listen, I was looking at it this way. To be unstable is to be, like, to be tied to a shit ton of balloons, and then you're, and to stay on the ground, you're grabbing at the grass that is always breaking. Um, in order to stabilize something, a bird comes along, that bird could be abilify, it could be mushrooms, it could be yada yada, who the fuck cares, um, comes along and pops about half of the balloons. So now your feet are on the ground and you're just able to jump really high like you're on the moon. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) And some people, you can find that through psychedelics, meditation, psychotropics, but I feel like, yes, I think you can do meditation, I think you can do minerals, and I think you can do vitamins, you can do your chakras and your auras, and your your witchcraft and such and your magic, but you need to be able to be open, you need to be able to find a method of stabilization and you need to find open discussion and communication, which, I mean, you could say that um, a psychedelic uh, opens you up a lot faster than talk therapy and psychotropics will, but here's the thing, that's the point. these drugs take you to a higher state of being, kind of like the stone ape theory, how we just, you know, evolution, yada yada, related to shrooms, yada yada. Um, I'm gonna burp. I'm not gonna burp. I might burp. <laughs> um, excuse me, let me collect my thoughts for a moment. Don't you love that fish tank? It's so nice. Um, yeah, so stern aether. Yes, but some people, not everyone needs that, man. Not everyone needs to start off taking a um, fucking heroic dose of mushrooms, you know what I'm saying? Therapy and psych- and psych- uh, psychiatric medications help really well. And you know... At the end, he's, he says about the man who's talking in the TED Talk says how these medications suppress um, these magical abilities given to you by your mental illness, like your gift. But that's not entirely true. If a medication's doing that, you can talk to your psychiatrist and find a medication that won't do that to you. Listen, on Risperdal, I had my apathy really 
uh, showed up. It was awful. Like, I wanted to die really badly. I have a poem here that, about it. I'll read it. It's a good poem. All my poems are good. That's not true. Not when I'm clanging. <laughs> Where is it? Not here. Where is it? damn it I can't find it it was really good but it related to what I was just saying oh yeah apathy I think it was like nothing it was just kind of like apathy makes you feel like nothing really matters and you want to die because of it um yeah but then I discussed with my psychiatrist when I was in the hospital. I, I it also stopped my period because it was high prolactin and I gained 60 fucking pounds because of my appetite. And I discussed it with my doctor and I was like in the hospital and I went, hey, I'm having these issues. And he went, okay, Abilify. And uh, Abilify is great. <laughs> it really is that easy. And discussing this, uh, these, uh, if you haven't been through it yourself, Adding your opinion to the matter can be dangerous, especially when you say that these medications that can be life-saving for a lot of people are suppressing them, you know? I despise- I- listen, Joe Rogan- I th- fucking Christ. I just wanna bop him in the face when he talks about mental health and mental illness. Um, a great example is when he was talking about akathisia. um- and they were talking, they made the correlation that akathisia leads to school shooters along with psychiatric medications, which is a horrifying and dangerous idea to be blatant with you. And they were making the case. They're, as someone who has gone through akathisia, I'm, I'm very passionate about this video. It, it upsets me. Um, let me calm down for a second. Um, so they were making the case that that through akathisia which can lead to psychiatric medications which can lead to suicidability increase in homicidability um and akathisia which does happen which is when your body um you feel really chill on the inside outside but on the inside you're dying inside and in the way that you're completely restless and you cannot relax and you cannot do anything because it is just so horrible. But you need to do something at the same time. You just have too much energy. Listen, do you know how many public restroom bathrooms I've had to lay on? You know, it's disgusting. Um, and they were talking about, and yes, this can lead to homicidability. But, um, at, and they were making the correlation that because that a lot of school shooters... Um, and a lot of, you know, ter- I, I wouldn't say terrorists, maybe terrorists, I don't know, um, probably, <laughs> it wouldn't be out of the, it wouldn't be out of, um, whatever, moving on, um, that, um, excuse me, suicidability, yeah, that, 
it might be linked to the psychotropics that they were on. Well, here's the thing. Some medications aren't the right medications for you to begin with. I was put on Zoloft for major depression, severe major depressive disorder my first hospitalization. I have mania psychosis. I like marijuana. I mixed Zoloft and marijuana and then quit for like two months and then quit cold turkey like a jackass. Okay? It fucked me up. <laughs> it fucked me up. A lot of people with bipolar disorder, a lot of people with schizophrenia, they are given the wrong drugs first and foremost because diagnoses can be tricky and it really sucks. A problem with that is a lack of open communication. You don't... You don't entirely understand what's going on inside your head and you need to find the answers. You sometimes expect these therapists and psychiatrists to have the answers you're looking for but you have to be very articulate and it can be very hard not every psychiatrist and not every therapist is going to be a good match for you which can lead to fucking upsetting events like these these kids did horrible fucking acts but then you have to also take into account other th- other factors than the medication and therapist think If you were a homicidal teenager who wanted to fucking kill people, kill your peers, would you tell that to a fucking therapist or a psychiatrist? No, you wouldn't. They'd put you in jail. You'd think they'd put you in jail. Which is unfortunate. Because I wouldn't say if you went to a, a, a hospital or a psychiatrist that this would happen. You know, I there is a very possible chance that this may happen and listen i feel like this whole idea of a shitty therapist and shitty psychiatrist is because we need a fucking reform in the mental health system you know what i'm saying listen just because your fucking mommy and daddy did it doesn't mean that you have to listen i had a fucking therapist it was like shitty phone sex okay (laughs) hey guy I'm feeling really upset and apathetic. I want to die. I think I'm going to go out of these medications. Uh, and why? Why do you think you feel that way? Well, I, I just explained it to you, but, like, yeah, why Why do you just explain it to me? Uh, all right, guy. I, I mean, I'll call you from the hospital. Bye. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I think there needs to be a lot of reform, and there needs to be a lot of re-education because we can get to scary points like this where these things unfortunately do happen they will happen regardless of what we think of have, the reason was but we can educate and and make sure that we um we are able to be open and honest and communicate with each other about these issues and be able to find relatability and we need understanding and we need empathy. That relates to Joe Rogan's video. Um, depression is a, isn't a chemical imbalance. Well, here's the thing, guy. What do you mean it's a, isn't a chemical imbalance? Everything is a chemical imbalance, man. That's what you are. You're just chemicals. That's what your body is. You're a fucking chemical. <laughs> Everything is out of whack sometimes, man. He makes the point. 
well, I have a lot of friends who do this and that and that, and they're still depressed. What do you think it is? And he talked, and of course he makes the fuck. I bet he makes the point about fucking capitalism again. And the guy was talking about, well, you need to have empathy, and you need to, um, do... Uh, oh, there was that burp. <laughs> Excuse me. And you need to, um... Excuse me, I lost my point again. I'm talking so much that it, it, it... I have to keep up with myself. I do this occasionally. Yes, and you need to love thy neighbor. You know, karma, dharma, shit like that. Doing so, you uh, you lead to genuine happiness, and you lead, to, and it leads to enjoyment. And he just didn't really understand that, which is unfortunate, you know. Um, in the sense that things are chemical and balanced, we are, are all we are just reacting through our perception. We are just reacting to everything. That's what it is. It's pew 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 pew. pew you know. Um, and it doesn't affect us. We can pretend that it doesn't affect us, but uh, but it does, and that's why we have open communication. Even that when um even back going back to the Akathisia video, they were talking about Akathisia and how like Jorgen said, "Well, you wouldn't even notice, huh?" And she agrees with him. But like the thing is, why wouldn't you? When I had Akathisia, I openly communicated with people. I went, "Hey, I'm dying. You know, I can't really hang out and shit like that." Communication is muy important. Importante. <laughs> and um, seventeen minutes long. I think I ranted long enough. Thanks for listening. Um. I again I haven't got any emails yet I'm like that sad pawpaw meme I made a lot of hamburgers but no one showed up to eat them <laughs> oh my god short story I got scammed out of a shit ton of money thinking I was gonna get a first apartment because I'm an idiot child and uh, I made meatballs and spaghetti and meatballs for the first time for my friends to celebrate and I just had to eat, when I found out I wasn't getting the fucking apartment, I had to eat this fucking meatballs by myself like a sad motherfucker. It was very upsetting. Um, not a happy note to end on, but regardless, in I, I haven't gotten any emails. But if you want to email me, uh, it's 21scpodcast at gmail.com. Peace out.